Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. I'm your host, Tom Zalatni. I'm your other host, Tim Blay. I'm your third host, Simon. Uh, hey, uh, Simon. Why do you have a girl voice? Because I'm a really good actor. Whoa, that's true. I saw are, a movie you were in you once. You guys are a lot louder than me. Just look at those waveforms. I got well, an acting fine. school. Don't worry about no acting. Right, right. No, look at the, the waveforms. They're all the same. Well, shit, now this I feel is, like a dummy. It's great making a podcast where you talk about how the podcast looks to people who... I guess they can see the waveform. Although SoundCloud... SoundCloud, the waveform is always like not really accurate at all, eh? Is yeah. it? I haven't noticed. It's pretty inaccurate. Well, just, I feel like they must do something with it, but I, f- I feel like sometimes they just fake it. They're like, whatever. They're just, just like, this just looks cool. Things. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Whatevs. So Simon, Simon is obviously not Simon. Simon is Desiree. Hi. Desiree Desus. Are you guys obsessed with me or something? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's been like the fifth fourth, week, fourth fifth? week. Who yeah. knows? Who's counting anymore? I don't so know. You seem to back. be counting. How many times have you been here? I, no, I don't know. I, oh, jeez. Why are you so obsessed with not knowing how many times you've been here? Do you like being on our podcast? I can't tell. Oh, man. Oh, using oh, my jokes against shit. me. <clears throat> I've okay. been trying not to do the, <laughs> do you like blink? I can't tell joke because apparently it's overdone now. Do you like blink? Because I can't tell. 182. All the small things to care, to things. Do you? Though. I yeah. love that song still. Man, the nineties, the nostalgia I that song from my childhood. Sitting Desiree, were you, were you, either of you, were you two even born when that mo- when that song, song came out? Yeah, I was. Tim, mm-hmm. you're not that old. You're old, but you're not that. No, old. no, he is that old. But I we am are that, also old. I am that old. You are also that old. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, be older in a week. When was that? Was that 2000? No, was it, it was earlier than that? No, it was earlier than that. Nineties. It was ninety-seven. Like it was late nineties because I remember in elementary school a couple of my best friends. Friends. Uh, we decided when we were like six or seven that we wanted to start a band where that would be the only song we played. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we we never did. I got a guitar that year and then got rid of it a few months later for money. Because my mom was like, well, you haven't played it, so I'm going to sell it back. <laughs> that was actually the first song that I played in a band, too. Really? Yeah, it was this band called Last Place Losers, Me and My <laughs> Brother. I was I was 12, I think. Was I this when 12. you were snuck into the club with stockings on your head? Oh, no, we weren't even Last Place Losers yet. That was the first show we ever did. It was at a Baptist youth group, and oh we called God. ourselves the Dirty <laughs> Mexicans, which in, in retrospect was quite wow. racist, and we should <laughs> oh not have God. made ourselves that name. But I was 12. I was just following my 17-year-old friends. Oh, so. gosh. You know, That's I get a, a pass on that. That's a lot. I guess yeah. now you being the old guy makes up for you always being the younger one. Yeah, it's, it's true because I was. My entire life I was like tagging along with people like three The biggest years, third wheel in the world. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh. Were you, you came to my sister's wedding, right? No, I didn't. But you told me about the speech. Oh, yeah. So I gave the speech about how I was, I've been a third wheel all my life and now I get to continue being that in my sister's marriage. Yeah, it was well, good times. You keep talking about how like hopefully like your sister and her husband will get a house soon so you can just move in with them. Well, it's it would be the best situation. That's the plan, though, isn't it? That's what Aaron said. Yeah, it would be so much better than every other roommate situation, so I'm yeah, cool with that. fair enough, yeah. Anyways, now I'm a fourth wheel because they got babe. Ah, uh, babo. Hmm. Yeah, they've got a pig that trains sheep. Anyways, what's up, guys? <laughs> what? Oh, man, so much is not up. This has been a boring week. Yeah? There's been, mm. like... Like nothing has happened in the news this week. Really? No, there's been stuff. What's happened apart from the Starbucks red cup thing? Okay, can we not? 
validate that by speaking about it. <laughs> what? What's? I mean, I think the Starbucks red cup thing is it's it's just very overblown, right? It's this one guy who's it's the internet. The, the thing is, like, <laughs> it was started story. by the, this one guy who's like this super weird preacher guy in the states. He's one of these prosperity gospel people, right? Right. And he just likes making like. <clears throat> stupid like internet videos complaining about things and for some reason this one blew up right where he's like oh starbucks like i'm gonna and the weird thing is that he he's talking about it as like starbucks did this and now to show them how offended i am i'm gonna go and buy a starbucks cup but like say that my name is jesus christ so you have to write that on the cup and i'll like what? mess with you guys that was the original thing yeah so, i didn't like, know that put the christ oh, back God. on yeah i hate everything i just it's, it's hilarious it's, like, it's times like this where i feel a little bit embarrassed to be a religious person i'm just like no mm, okay but that's the thing it's just go. him and it's him like he he's a genius from like a marketing standpoint yeah. right he's gotten like 2 million extra facebook likes on his facebook page from this oh alone my gosh. he's yeah. probably rolling the dough from everybody who's like oh yeah yeah starbucks bad and then starbucks mean while has no reason not to support this whole debacle because everybody now is like yeah we're gonna support starbucks and like everybody's buying red cups all of a sudden (laughs) so like it's hilarious though because like the the complaint is like oh like by taking off all the christmas art from the cup you are getting rid of christmas like you're you're defiling christ right like you're not letting jesus be part of it anymore right but it's like they didn't have any like religious symbolism on their cups? Well, in the most past companies either. talk about the holiday season now, not the Christmas yeah. season, for marketing reasons. And like <clears throat> the like Western culture is getting more and more secular. And I don't think the separation of church and state is necessarily a bad thing, even though I I am like a religious person. Right. But like I just I think some people are so ridiculous. Well, like, this, get I over mean, it. <clears throat> there, there are bigger things to worry about in the worry about like the refugee crisis that's yeah. still happening or like. This is the separation of church and Starbucks, to be fair, which I think like I'm even more okay with maybe in the separation of church and state. But also, yeah, you're right, because the past in the past years, it's just been like, oh, we'll have some snowflakes on it or like a Christmas tree, which like is is a pagan symbol. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not like they had like a manger, (laughs) the star of Bethlehem on their cups. I don't understand why. It's like they've never had any religious symbolism on their cups, except maybe the mermaid. But I don't know. Oh gosh! There was a great oatmeal post where he just replaced the mermaid with like Christ crucified. (laughs) (laughs) I love the oatmeal so much. We've talked about this in other podcasts, but what a champ! He's like, here's how you put Christ on your cups. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty perfect. Oh gosh! No, a lot of like I think the larger issue though is a lot of people are like like there's really been a shift in Western culture in the last what ten years away from like. Catholicism or Christianity know. being the dominant. I feel like it's it's mostly like it's it's mostly this the US culture war, right? It's the fact that you've got these two opposing tribes that keep getting more opposed. Which tribes? Right? The the whatever, Republicans, oh, Democrats, okay, liberals, sorry. conservatives, whatever like and the everything. And the yeah. Oh my god, no, no, too soon. Always too soon. Is it always too it's soon? It's always too soon Fair for enough. shit like that. It's still Fair too enough. soon for the Holocaust. I jokes, shut okay? Terrell Fair down enough. like that all our, we have a friend named Terrell and he like he he made a joke once about like you know in the sound of music how yeah. the, the Nazis come in and they're like do 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 like yeah. and then he made he made some sort of like joke about the background music and I just was like no too soon it's always gonna be 
you too soon. You know, I didn't realize there were Nazis in The Sound of Music till I was Me 15. neither. It's, that's so funny. You watch that movie when you're younger and yeah. you're like, oh, singing and nuns. And then you watch it when you're older and they're like, you're like, wait, there's a whole Nazi sub story. Yeah, yeah. I totally didn't. It didn't register like at they all. They literally are running like, away for their lives. It's literally the plot of the movie. But, but it's I really missed it. Yeah. I, and yeah. I really like how in The Sound of Music, like you actually see sort of from an internal perspective, like people who are like, well, are the Nazis actually so bad? Uh, I don't know. Like, hmm, let's think about this. Yeah, the whole yeah. post... Um, because the it, post guy what's his name Rolf he really Rolf. like yeah, yeah. Be- because that's how it actually was right instead yeah. of us from this outside perspective being like all oh, the Nazis were evil and just like mindless drones right they were yeah. all people who like you know it, the Nazis rose to power because there were you know there were a lot of problems in Germany and people were like these guys can fix stuff and then they turned out to be you know Hitler turned out to be a horrible person but you know it wasn't as yeah. I guess Star Wars Empire as it's portrayed. So you you were saying something about the Seven Tribes of America. Seven Tribes of America. Yeah. Well, they they came over from Israel, you know, before Jesus Christ. Right. Um, following Nephi and I'm his prophets. I'm shaking my head slowly. Um, Can we coming back to the the promised land <laughs> in Jackson back. County, Missouri? Was it? Yeah. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Mormons will get these jokes. Oh. Um, uh, but do you guys like the Book of Mormon? I can't. Tell. Yeah, but no, but it's dead. Like I think, I think that's really what's happened. You know, in in America, I would I would guess probably since about nine eleven or something like that. That there's you know there's been these two camps that have gotten more and more radical until you've got this absurd situation where, like for example, in the presidential election, the front runners are Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders, right? And it's really telling that like. You know, in the 90s, the front runners were, you know, George Bush and like Bill Clinton, who were not all that different. And now mm. they're extremely like they've just got entirely different views on the world. These right. two people like everything not... has to be polarized now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the one and they, they all talk to themselves and they all work up these like demonic versions of each other. Right. So this is like a perfect one where. You know, I th- I think it's more on the liberal side actually that they're seeing this this one guy who's like the most extreme side of conservatism and saying like, oh yeah, like the all the conservatives are like this and it's great for you know it's like like on my Facebook posts I have seen entirely people mocking this and nobody actually taking it seriously right mm. and maybe that's just that I'm surrounded by liberals. Um, but I intelligent I, people in general. Yeah, but it's like it's it's not like I've seen a ton of actual outrage. Sorry. I've seen much more outrage about the outrage. You know, yeah. um, you're gonna want to adjust your uh, your screen a little bit. Yeah, pull it back, pull yeah. it back towards you. There, there you, you go. go. Perfect. Sorry, I'm not a radio expert yet. <laughs> but it would be I interesting. Have the if sultry voice down. If any, if anyone salad. messing I'm with so the mic. <laughs> if anyone listening to this is more in conservative circles, it'd be interesting if you could comment. Is this a big thing? Is this something that actually a lot of people are talking about? Or is it only sort of in my liberal sphere that people are mocking the people who are talking about it? Yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty biased toward the liberal side of things as well, just because like, I'm, I'm pretty aggressively liberal in my leanings. Yep. And then whenever I see all this conservative stuff being posted on Facebook, I usually just block the person. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot, it's interesting, like, I'm, I mean, maybe this is my privilege, but like, I see like, maybe not even privilege, but my bias. Like I see 
conservative people posting and I see the stuff they're posting and I, I hear it in a voice that is extremely dumb and negative and I'm immediately <laughs> like, no, you're, you're wrong and an asshole. Yeah. And well, sort them. of like you're like, yeah, you have the right to have an opinion, but your opinion can be wrong. Yeah. You know? But it's funny because a lot of the time I feel like they're, they're not even allowed to have that opinion. And, with, and like, yeah, that's with some not things true, I'm right? like, I don't understand how you believe this, but yeah okay mm. but that's but it you th- think that like we should like respect other people's opinions but sometimes there are opinions that people have that i'm just like no that's really dumb i don't respect that opinion at all and like i maybe i need to get better at that and well know. that's the thing is that it, it is dangerous to start thinking that because when you the more you get into the echo chamber of people who think like you the more obvious it becomes to you that everybody else's ideas are stupid and just wrong right right and then you start to see those ideas without ever knowing where they're coming from, right? And so, if you know, I don't know. That's why I mostly stop debating things with people on Facebook is that mm-hmm. you need to really sit down and say, okay, how did you come to this belief? That's what I was just yeah. going to say. Know? Yeah, when I see stuff like that, well, I don't know. Most of my friends are pretty liberal and I I agree with a lot of their ideas. But then from like religious communities, sometimes I'll get like someone on, on Facebook who's so conservative yeah. and I just don't understand how they believe some of these things. And... Um, and, and I'm not really confrontational on social media. I don't like that. I'd rather talk about it in person over coffee or something, but it was, uh, like, for example, when the, when gay marriage became legal in the States, um, I shared like the, the white house's photo cause it, it had it in rainbow colors. Right. I thought it was really sweet. And I like celebrated that and somebody commented on it and I like, it's my Facebook wall, so I don't give a shit. I deleted the comment yeah. and I sent that person a personal message and was like, <clears throat> look, I get that that's your opinion. But not on my Facebook. And we can talk about this over coffee. And we did. We we went for a drink later on. And mm. um, and we talked about it. And I was just like, okay, why do you feel this way? And I really, one, got to know that person better to sort of understand where he was coming from. Mm. I don't agree with him. And I think his opinion is wrong. And we talked about why I believe what I believe. But like now I understand him. And I understand why he, he felt that way. So, yeah, yeah I yeah. don't know. I think it's always best to try and approach people from a position of understanding. But then... <laughs> yeah, so I think I think there's there's ways to use your energy well, right? Yeah. Because it's right. it's very easy to throw yourself um fully and very drainingly into like Facebook conversations with people and then Facebook is not a medium where you I don't know, you really get deep. You you start you have the whole internet at your fingertips so immediately you start sending each other like big long articles like you know explaining your points and then you get mad at each other's articles and the posts balloon and you never actually get down to like the person right Mm -hmm. and then it just drains you and when you see that person you have no energy to actually like talk to them about it whereas like i think it is valid to like ignore some arguments or just like avoid some things because you have no energy for it but then yeah like use that energy when you see that person in real life and be like, okay, like, you know, if you can talk about it in person, then usually it's, you know, it's much more conducive to actually changing someone's mind or like having your own mind changed if you're wrong, right? Yeah. Both those things are possibilities. Or like yeah. the worst cases, you learn a little bit more about why that person believes that and you like get to understand a human better, which right. is, <laughs> <laughs> which should be like great. Anyway, but I, I was going to say, Tim, I really like sometimes I see stuff on on Facebook or whatever and it like makes me mad and I want to post something and be like this is hateful or like this is wrong or I don't understand but I don't want to get involved in that so I sort of admire how you can just like for lack of a better term call people out on their shit online because like well like for example (laughs) it's kind of a guilty pleasure (laughs) I know I love I love it when you comment on stuff I like get my popcorn (laughs) not actually but um like 
something came up in my newsfeed and I, I don't even know this person, I think, but they posted something about like how people are glorifying mental illness or something. And your comment was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about. Like, oh, yeah, it was this. Um, I don't know. Let's not get too much into this. But like, um, what was your comment, though? It was, it was a it was a post about how like ADHD people are you know better at some things and sort of like, I don't know. The post was kind of clickbait, right? It was right, like, right, you know, yeah. the, the hidden genius of like ADHD people. Oh, and this, yeah. the, this guy posted it sort of. You know, railing against that, which I understand because like clickbait is clickbait. Yeah. Um, being like, oh yeah, like take take your you know, take your mental illnesses and then tell everybody why they're great and then don't do anything about them. Yeah, guys, let's do that. Which was like which is, offensive. Like, like okay, fine, but you like clearly you don't have this problem, and so like telling other people how they should think about the problem they have and how they should deal with the problem they have. A little bit of a problem in itself. So yeah, Tim's comment was just really like, and and I wanted to say that when I read it, but I like, I was like, oh, and then I read what Tim commented, and I was like, what a star, you know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. A, I think it's a dangerous a, line to walk. Yeah, though, to yeah. be like, because <laughs> it's fun to be snarky, right? I it's love really being snarky. Oh dear, and Facebook is so fun for that because like, if you don't have a clever thing to say, you don't have to say anything. But if you do have a clever thing to say, then you, you can, can just like, you have there. to yeah. say it. You have yeah. to say it. But then yeah. like, yeah, you get, you get this like power rush when you think of something really good to say. And you're like, oh, this is going to be great. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I generally try to avoid any kind of Facebook beef. Yeah. But like last week or two weeks ago, someone was, there was this like link going around about a cat that got stolen in NDG. Oh, dear. Um, no. Yeah. Sad. And and I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, it's pretty shitty. And I, like, shared the post uh, with some kind of comment about, like, if anyone knows the license plate number of the car that took this cat, hit me up. <laughs> Just kind of jokingly. And then I got in this super heated argument with uh, a friend of mine about, like, whether or not, you know, it's irresponsible pet ownership to let your cat outdoors. <laughs> okay Um, the real issues yeah well because it was funny because at the end of the day like sort of you know if they didn't want their cat to potentially be stolen maybe they shouldn't have let it outside however like i would my argument was basically like okay but it's it's not like it's the cat owner's fault that there are shitty people who stole their cat right And we had this like intense argument about this for like 20 minutes until eventually it got to the point where I realized that she was looking at the cat as the victim as opposed to looking at the cat's owner as the victim. And then I was like, oh, shit. okay, now I totally understand your perspective. And you're right that like, yeah, the parent, the owners of the cat did a shitty thing. The cat's mommy and daddy. The cat's mama and pops and pops. For full disclosure, though, when I get my cat, I'm going to treat it like my son. Okay. Right. Well, and that's that's basically what this girl was saying. And I have not had a pet for a while now, and so I've been kind of removed from this and got to a point where I was just looking at pets as like, yeah, they're just pets, right? But if you are a pet owner, you will often consider that pet to be like a part of your family, right? Like you'll yeah. look at it as you would look at your kid. And so her argument was like, if you had like a four-year-old, you wouldn't leave them out on your like front lawn by themselves. I mean, but people unattended. used to do that back in the day when it was safe. I guess it's not totally. even safe to leave your cat out now. I don't well, think it was it. ever it, safe it, back yeah. in the day. It, it wasn't well. safe back in the day. But it was more it safe. Was, I don't uh, even know about that, honestly. I don't know. Okay. But, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we just had this like intense argument about this. And then it was only when I got to the point where I realized what what her emotional attachment to this was that I was like, Oh, okay. You know what? Actually, let's not argue about this because you're right. Coming from your perspective. I just didn't realize like, yeah, that's what I mean. So many of, so many of like, um, so many issues could be resolved if people just like, 
we're like, wait, how are you approaching this issue? Because yeah. it's probably <laughs> different than how I'm approaching it. Or like, let me at least try and understand you. And then if I understand you, maybe I still won't agree with you. But yeah, that's exactly it. Realizing that for her, like leaving that pet outside was akin to leaving your kid outside <clears throat> made me suddenly totally sympathize with like her her like opinion on the situation and be like, oh, yeah, actually, I guess it is kind of irresponsible pet ownership. But also it's shitty that people steal cats. Right. Because if yeah. you left your four year old, if you like let your four year old go play down the street and then someone drove up in a van and kidnapped your four year old. Right. Like you, you would still, you know, Chastise. track down the person who kidnapped <laughs> the, the four year old. Yeah. And be like, like, OK, parent, maybe that was slightly irresponsible. But now let's focus on yeah. catching the person who stole your child. That's it. It's like it's I still think it's not the cat owner who's the villain in this situation, but the cat owner was irresponsible. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so now that we've dissected the cats, <laughs> now that we've dissected yeah. some cats on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I dissected cats in what? grade eleven biology. I know. Uh, no. Oh, I, th- this would have really hurt you. I oh, think if you were yes. in my high school, you would not have done it, and you would have failed bio. Were they like full size cats or? Yeah, kittens? they were cats from like. Oh, this is sad. Everybody go adopt a cat from the SPCA because if you don't, then high school classes dissect them. Seriously, well, that's what happened. So, oh my God. so um. I guess in other high schools they dissect like piglets or yeah. like fetus pigs or yeah, I don't fetal know. pigs is the classic. fetal pigs. There we go. Frog and we then up a, to fetal pig. We yeah. did a frog and a goat eye. Oh yeah. Yeah, cow they do cow eye. eyes yeah. too. But my school did pigs and rabbits for some reason. Rabbits. So, um, we did. Yeah. So I no, okay. we did rabbits. The next year it was cats. But Oof. but I was in um AP and as part of our grade or whatever, you needed to go help out with the dissection and sort of be like a quote unquote TA for them. And the teacher just like sat at her desk and then you got marked on your knowledge of anatomy because you'd be answering these, like the questions of the youths and, um, and they, they got marked on whether they could dissect properly. Um, but it was funny cause I guess, I don't know. Sometimes you're like, wow, people really have stereotypes about women. Like, so this group of guys and this was like, keep in mind, like I'm a year older than these people okay. now cause this is high school and I'm, in AP and they're in grade 11. Um, and it was like this group, you know, the group of like the macho, like jock guys who thought they were so great and probably peaked at high school and prom was the best day of their life. But like, but it actually was, which was nice. very sad. But anyway, um, they... Shout out to all our high school friends one time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like they called me over and they were like, hey, Desiree. And so he grabs like the cat's entrails and lifts it up and is like, look, so gross. And in my head, I was like, this mother effer thinks that I can't handle the insides of a cat. So I take my glove off. Oh, no. I grabbed the entrails with my bare hand and I pointed and I was like, so this is the duodenum. This is the ilium. This is where you want to cut. This is where you want to not cut. Otherwise, the entrails will like the contents inside will pour out. (laughs) And they just stared at me with their jaws on the floors. And it was one of the most like, bam, feminism moments of my life. Because I was like, yeah, you thought I was afraid to look at the cat. I'm touching it with my bare hands. Did you then need to like, oh, I washed my hands so much after that. I did not eat with my hands for like three days. I made sure I used utensils, but I got a new pair of hands. <laughs> <laughs> right. If, if those uh, if those entrails like split open on you, that's like classic case of toxoplasmosis right there. Well, anyway, uh, but no more than cat poop. So don't worry about gross. it. Yeah. To- so toxoplasmosis is this it's this little paramecium type thing. It lives it, it reproduces in cats. Um, so <clears throat> if it. Like it reproduces in the guts of cats and then it gets pooped out. And how it spreads is that like if it gets into a mouse, 
it will like take over the mouse's brain and make the mouse not fear cats and actually like find the smell of cat pee very alluring. Is this um, not amazing? Ooh, I love this science. The, this is the crazy cat lady chemical? Yeah, and it's, okay. it's, it's not a chemical. Well, yeah, it's a little like things. Bacteria. Bact- yeah. It's not a bacterium, I don't think. It's like an amoeba or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, so if it gets into people, it does the same thing and it makes you like really love the smell of cat pee and right. also might cause early onset dementia. So yeah, basically it's the it's the crazy cat lady um, wow. parasite. And it's thought that women are more susceptible to it, but that's not really proven, I don't think. Well, I was more of a dog lover, and I still am. It's just that, like, I don't have the time or energy or money to devote to a dog. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I will be getting a cat because I would like a furry friend. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that, that. That's also the disease that, remember that drug that what got bumped up, like, 14,000% in price in, like about yeah. a month ago? Yeah. Yeah, that was what that drug was treating. Oh. Was, yeah. Why did it get bumped up so much? Because douchebags. Yeah, this this uh, this company bought the rights to it, and then they oh. changed it from being like ten dollars a pill oh to seven hundred dollars a pill. I hate a couple things in this world. One of them, insurance companies. I hate you, insurance companies. <laughs> I hate you so much because you take people's money, and then when they actually need you to provide the service that you're supposed to give them, and you're like. Oh, like the house was already leaky and then you don't give them the stupid money. Or there was that movie where Matt Damon plays a lawyer and these people are really sick. I, I forget the name of the movie. It's, are it's we a now railing one. against fictional companies? Okay, this is a it was based thing. on the a true identity. story. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, Matt Damon plays a young lawyer and he's trying to help these people. And... um. And they've given their money to insurance companies, but there's a clause in there that doesn't support them. So these people are like dying of cancer and the insurance companies aren't helping them pay for treatment and they can't get treatment. And it's based on a true story. And I finished the movie and needed to like go for a run to de-stress because I was so angry at the world. So insurance companies, I hate you. Okay, big pharma. You suck. I'm sorry. That's, wow. I'm, I'm probably going to work like for a pharma company. Cutting and, off all your job prob- opportunities no, in this podcast I don't, right I now? I don't want to work for a big pharma. Job opportunity. No, it's just like, okay, some of, like if you have good intentions about it, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're a business and you're making money off of people's sicknesses. Like that's disgusting to me. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, but, to be like, fair, this story has a bit of a happy ending, actually. What's the happy ending? Because, after, because it's a generic drug, mm-hmm. another company like immediately came out and said we're going to produce this pill for one dollar a pill oh thank gosh and then yeah yeah, so but i just don't understand how people like wait what i don't understand is why people's goals aren't like to make the world better Mm. or like maybe it's because i'm reading elon musk's biography right now super gonna fangirl hard because he's amazing you do fangirl hard over elon musk so hard Elon I've Musk seen, is one of my favorite people. I've never seen someone get hard over Elon Musk to I'm the not, extent that you do. It's absurd. Okay, can we not refer to it as get hard? He's an inspiration. I can't, to be honest, I can't decide if I want to be with someone like him or just be him. Just Probably be, both. No, be him because he's a shitty person to be with. Is he? Have you read about okay, his Okay, no, wife? not his personal life, <laughs> but his like... His like ambition and his way of thinking about giving back to the mm-hmm. world is is admirable. I don't, I'm okay. I'm not saying that like as a lover or whatever. No, I'm talking about him like creating all these beautiful things and wanting to make our world a better mm. place. Like that's what motivates yeah. him. He legitimately sat down and was like, what does the world need? Okay, I'm going to go make it. And then did that. And I just mm. wish that like, think about how good the world would be if more people did that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I think of Elon Musk like, like the way I, I understand his character is like he is he's probably a genius and I th- like he's definitely a narcissist 
but I think he's like he's the better kind of narcissist. Isn't right? Yeah, like, I he's think got, it's hard not to be narcissistic. Like, similarly, <laughs> I, I think the similar thing about like Justin Trudeau. Like I think like there are people who fangirling like, over oh, him man. too. And maybe hey, maybe the, maybe this is your type of narcissist. <laughs> I voted for you. Like it's the it's the kind of person who's like they're very like charismatic and they th- they like they think of themselves as sort of savior types, right? And like I th- I think that it's better to think of yourself as a sa- as the savior of the world than as someone who wants to rule the world. Mm-hmm. But I think also like by all accounts most of these people have big problems in their personal lives, right? Like Yeah. Like Steve Jobs was a similar type, right? Like let's let's change the world, let's make it a better place, but also kind of a shitty person to like be a friend of. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay, but tell me you wouldn't smash. Oh my gosh, stop. He's so handsome. <laughs> no, honestly, though, so it's if like someone you can... was to be like, you know how people always ask girls these stupid questions? Like, if you had to leave the house without one item of makeup, or like, if you had to date one celebrity, but they won't ask boys this on radio shows, there's a there's a good video of uh, Adriana, Ariana Grande. Adriana Grande. Ariana. Thank you. Okay. That's Tom's um, fangirl moment. Bay. Of her, like, you love her? Oh, she's great. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but she, she just like was on this radio show and I saw this video and she just shut them down like they kept asking her these stupid questions and she's like is this what you think girls think about or like they one of them made a comment against um like girls doing this she's like well boys do that too and then she's like you know can, tom can you not I'm trying to talk it's like about you can boy. see his accent in his <laughs> he smile just, he, he just keeps zooming in on a picture of elon musk it's a lot um but anyway if you were to ask me that stupid question like if you could be with a celebrity i would not pick bradley cooper or justin timberlake or whoever i would 100 percent pick elon musk all right fair elon. enough you want to get on these boilers elon. Boilers. no okay let's that's a lot i just <laughs> really admire his brain <laughs> oh i'd also love to mri you hey mm. tom if you could leave <laughs> home without one item of makeup which one would it be oh, okay um so I've actually thought a lot about how sometimes I kind of wish that I wore makeup. Okay. Actually, I put makeup on a boy last week. Are you intrigued by the way you look with makeup? Because I volunteer as tribute to do your full face for you. I know. I can do anything from a scale of subtle everyday makeup to drag queen. So, so I know how I look with makeup. <laughs> oh, Very in kinds because I was a theater student. Um, Why would you take that from me? Well, tease me like that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Don't tease like, me, bro. There is something really like sometimes... I want to put on makeup and feel pretty, but also most of the time I don't want to deal with taking makeup off later. Oh, but mm. you just need a good makeup remover. I guess, but it's, I, I don't, bioderma? I never feel good physically with makeup on, but I feel like I look great. Okay. You know but hold, I mean? like, what would you make up? Cause I mean, you kind of, you kind of have flawless skin. I don't have flawless, flawless. skin. I get a lot of pimples. Uh, not, not right now. You don't. Not right now. Like, look at me. I'm all like scarred up up here. I don't see any scars. It's because your hair hangs. It's, over I'm more your modeled, actually. I've got, got this oil. modeling going on. When I went on Canada's Smartest Person, they were like, "Oh, bags under the eyes, modeling on the forehead." What do you mean gotta, modeling? Like, oh, like, it's like what, it's is, like, it, what like, is that called? Darkening and lightening all what over the place. What is that called? Contouring. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They were like full face thing, except will... not the beard because we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have gone through my life wearing like. So right now, I just generally will not wear makeup if it's every day. I wear a little bit of makeup to work, and I stopped wearing face stuff because my skin is really good now. Um, but face stuff? Like Wait. foundation. <laughs> we were talking about this. Remember okay. when you saw is me makeup do my makeup? is distinct from face stuff? Fa- well, face... Well, there's different... Yeah, there's like there's, stuff for your eyes, yeah, stuff for your lips, stuff, stuff for your eye face. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, usually, um, I put like moisturizer on my face or whatever, but like... When so you still make up your wrists and no angles. no faces in your your like not your eyes or your lips 
okay, but you're but the you're rest not actually your putting on your makeup face. on your eyes. You're putting them on. You put the, eyeshadow on the your face eyes. around your eyes. Okay, okay, Tim, I said <laughs> you're being really annoying. <laughs> Sorry. So like between your eyebrows and your under eye circles, that's considered your eye area. You're right. We spent your too long on this area. question. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are silly. Um. What was I going with? So Tim was asking me what I, what I would not leave wear, the house. What I, would, what I would love to be able to leave the house without, mm-hmm. in terms of or makeup. like what couldn't you leave the house without? I was would, the stupid question. I oh, was that love, it? Yeah, let's do that one. I would love to be able to leave the house naked. I would love oh, that's if I so could just funny. wear if I could just wear a pair of pants so that I could have so some pockets. not naked. Well, I mean, just so that I can have pockets. Because I don't have any natural pockets If you wear pants, you're covering body. your parts. Like, you don't have top parts okay, that are so top, sexy. <laughs> top naked. If I could just have my You can do that in the body. summer. It's just your dad bod would be on display. And yeah, also, you so can't, I can't do that during the summer because my dad bod would be on display. <laughs> but you can't do that and, like, go to work, right? Like, you're you're imagining just being able to do this all the time. I could do that and go to work. Oh, you could. Yeah, it's true. Somebody asked me, um, it, it was like, what's your greatest fear? And other people were like, oh, like... Like speak, speaking up or like heights. I'm not afraid of stuff like that. I think worms are disgusting. I never want anything to do with them. But I don't have like a genuine like like crippling fear other than I'm like going to be a failure. But like it was it, but it was more like if you could do something that was your greatest fear, what would you would you? So like obviously I wasn't going to be like fail everything because I still don't want to do that. But I was sitting there and I was like, what would I do? And other people were talking about like like I don't know bungee jumping. I'm not afraid of that. I would probably do that. Um. But hey, you want to go bungee jumping? Jump, jump, Junking? Bungee, bungee jumping. jumping. <laughs> the greatest new Tim, sport. we're platonic. <laughs> yes. Bungee junking is the name of my latest album. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. I have like weird sexual images in my mind I now had to censor what, the cover. what exactly that is. No, um, it's, it's just, it depends no, where you tie the bungee no, rope. No, no, <laughs> But yeah, sure, let's go bungee jumping. But I don't want to do it at like La Ronde. I want to do it like over a canyon in New Zealand, you For know? Reals. Okay, yeah, but, but what, was your, what was your actual fear? Right, so so I thought, not fear, like just something you wouldn't do that you would conquer. So, and this was also context of faith study groups. There are all these people like here to like talk about Jesus and like, oh, I'm going to climb this really tall mountain. And then it got to me and I was like, I would streak. <laughs> what? That, they, I mean, They were to like, be what? Fair. And I was like, I would run through the entire of Montreal naked, butt that, naked. I would do that if I wasn't afraid of it. That is an extremely <laughs> theological answer, though. Is it? Yes. It's going right back to the Garden of Eden. Oh, they, God. They were naked and they were unashamed. Oh, Perfect. You're just, you're just looking wow. for a time before oh, the fall of gosh. mankind. Wow, when you I'm could so enlightened. And nobody would, you know, I'm mess with you I'm feeling that Elon it. Musk narcissism. <laughs> I am a philosopher. Yes, surely. Oh, man. Do Did fish I, know they're what? Have I told you about? <laughs> the answer is... No, unless Fish. they, oh wait, this blew my mind the other day. I was, t- I told someone this as a joke and then, and then I was like, no, because the, well, the answer to that is you, you only sense differences. So in the same way that you don't always know that you're dry until you've been wet and then become dry later, you're like, oh no, right. I know what dry is. But then I was like, wait, some fish are pulled out of the water for sport and then thrown back in. What? And then I like, and then I literally couldn't like, I was sitting there. My mind was blown. I was like, Oh my God, some fish know what dry is hold on, and hold other on. fish don't. What is, what kind of sport involves pulling fish out of water? And oh, throwing like, them back like sport in? fishing, fishing. <laughs> literally sport oh. fishing. <laughs> what were okay. you imagining? Like, I thought it was like, like a fish volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like for every fish you can reach in and grab out of the water with your Not bare hands. Not with your hand. bare hands. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Welcome to our new sport, the Olympic fish grab. <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, that's embarrassing. No, but no, but think about this. Some fish <laughs> know what dry is, and other fish will never know what. Do dry they is. though? Because I thought fish could only remember things for like thirty I don't, seconds. Okay, don't take this from me. I was really, I was sitting there. I was like, what? <laughs> Some fish know, and they tell the other fish. They're like, blah, 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 and no, which, they don't. Which in fish means I've experienced dry, and the other fish are like, you're crazy. Hey, have you guys seen the Finding Dory trailer? No. no. Oh, snap. There's going to be a new Finding Nemo movie. I'm very excited. Okay, but no, I'm always excited, but also cautious because one, you're capitalizing on my nostalgia, which obviously I will give you all the money for. You could totally like capitalize yeah, yeah, yeah. off that. But two, like, are you going to mess this up for me? I, are you going to mess I have faith. I don't know. I like these are the people who brought well, us yeah, Toy Story. Toy Story 3. was always amazing. Oh, yeah. Toy Story. So I th- like, I don't know. I think when Pixar does a sequel, they, they mostly do them. it right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. We shall see. And I don't know. It's weird that it's like been 10 years, though, because like. The, oh, my gosh. I did, know. Did they film? Did they like do it recently? Have, have they got the same voice actors? That kid is going to be grown up or was it always a grown woman? I'm not even sure. Always a grown woman. They That's very Nemo? possible. They don't yeah, use a lot of kid oh, voice. actors. Yeah, no. A lot of people are. Yeah. are um, yeah. Acting. Yeah. Like that. Like that girl who does the Bart Simpson voice. Yeah. yeah that's it's, crazy. I love it's so it. fun to see interviews of her. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm pretty. It, it, in the conversation. it tends to be, you know, I what? was listening. This podcast I was listening to was talking about like silence in podcasts mm-hmm. this week. Oh, I thought you said Simon's in the conversation. I was like, no, I'm replacing him. No, Hi. No, no. <laughs> so, so like, we can just into that silence. We can just splice a bit of Simon going, hey guys. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, there'll, there'll be like a fact about fonts. <laughs> so, so my ampersand's coming along real good. So, um, Did you know I went to the Grand Canyon this summer? I love how I'm not the one shitting on Simon for once. I, I love Simon. What were you saying? Tell us about the thing. Yeah, it was actually Simon, interesting. You're the best. I was listening to a podcast this week, and they were talking about how, like, when you start a podcast for the first like ten episodes, if there's silence, you feel really uncomfortable, and it's just like really bad, and you're like, oh no, that ruined the show. Right. And then as you get more comfortable with it, you get to a point where like you you kind of just like almost get to be able to like sit and intentionally make silence just to see which of the people at the table will break it first. Uh, do you do that? Time. I sometimes like I sometimes will just sit back and let How Tim devious. and Simon like rattle for a bit. And I mean, see what happens. But that's not really you. You don't have to sit back very much because that's just what Simon and I do. Yeah. But so so I yeah, but I found that interesting because it's like you can actually like embrace the silence and enjoy it. I mean, obviously, you don't want there to be long periods of silence in an audio show, but like you can actually just have things go quiet for a bit and it's fine. Memories <laughs> all alone in the moonlight. You said memories, but you said it like memories and I thought you were going to talk about like mammary glands, you, like the glands that pump out milk. Yeah, you definitely like, said memories. <laughs> this is a lot. There was definitely like a... Cats, the musical. I had a friend in high school who had a... a I dissected cats once because that was how I found out it was a bad musical. I grabbed the intestines of a cat. (laughs) Never mind. The the moment has passed. What else can we talk about? (laughs) Patreon.com slash up for discussion. Oh, snap. Do we have a script? We don't have a script. Let's see if we can just unrehearse this. Guys, if you enjoy this podcast, if you would like to make basically just Tom's money because Tom's the one that's actually paying for our you know SoundCloud fees right now yeah if, so if you'd you... like to make Tom some not negative money yeah then you can uh, help us out by going to patreon.com slash up for discussion you can pledge as little as one cent but if you pledge over a dollar you'll actually get something for it yep, yep. if you pledge five dollars you can we, we'll talk about something that you want on the show yeah. if you pledge 
twenty dollars. What happens at twenty dollars? I become a regular member. Yeah, if you pledge twenty dollars a month, Desiree becomes a regular member. Uh, if you, love me. If you, I think twenty dollars gets you some hand drawn art. Uh, there's there's a lot of different pledge levels, so just go to up for, up for page page. Uh, go to go to um, Patre- uh, mm, guys, the internet. Go to Starbucks.com slash up for discussion and enter the Patreon code up Red for Cups. Red Cups and you'll get a ten percent discount off your next coffee. Uh go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and you can find out more. Uh it would be really amazing. We'd really appreciate your support. Uh we already just really appreciate you listening to the show. Uh and if you like the show, maybe share it with a friend. See yeah. that's a challenge for you this week. Everyone listening, just send it to one friend who doesn't listen yet and think of that one friend who you, we said something about what something that they like about it, and then they they see it and then they're like, Oh, this is related to me, and then you form a bond with them yeah maybe send it to the girl you like and see if she has the same sense of humor as you or mm-hmm. the boy you like and see if he has the same sense of humor as you Just like the other and if person. they don't then dump them and look for someone better maybe you should send it to the people who you went to high school with who prom was the best night of their lives <laughs> and they kind of peaked there everybody had those people who was like prom will be the best and you're like for you probably <laughs> that's right you should do that find that person because you've probably got that person on your facebook right no oh i purge my facebook regularly oh really yeah okay. i don't have a problem with this what okay it was it was one day, it was just a regular day, and I got a friend request and I accepted, and then I looked at my friends, and it was a thousand, and I had like a crisis. And I was just like, I don't know a thousand people, but a thousand people know what I'm doing. And this is when I like would regularly post photos and talk about mm. like, I don't mm. know, weird statuses about my dentist appointment. How long ago was this? This was the second year or first, no, first year yeah. probably. Was, probably. So like last year? <laughs> oh my God. Like probably by that point, that already wasn't true though. Like the thing is that now with Facebook sort of, like very much restricting what shows up in your wall. So it's only stuff that you relate to. Yeah. Like I have a thousand Facebook friends, but I see updates from maybe a hundred of them. Right. right? But but I also just like, like my privacy a lot. Like I don't really want to be super connected to everybody all the time. Um, so anyway, I had a thousand and then I purged and I, I will like every once in a while if I'm bored. It got really hard to delete people on the website, but on the app it's super easy. And you just oh, really? like delete, delete, delete. So oh, yeah. you just I'll just scroll it. through. Yeah. I'll like scroll all the way down to like it's sort of like the a, mid bottom of my friend list. And if like I a, haven't. a Tinder skin for Facebook friends where it's just like you go through the <laughs> entire like, nope, thing. It's just like nope, swipe left, nope, swipe nope, right, nope, get rid of them. No, but it's a lot like when you. That's a good idea though. You should develop that app. I'm going to make that. Do I'm you? not going to make that. <laughs> no, somebody somebody take it and make it. <laughs> Do you delete friends on Facebook the way you delete like music from your for your phone? Or um, you yeah, well, I mean, like, like, like OK, I'm, OK, I'm not going to delete like somebody I met like a year ago and we had a class together. But I'm going to like I delete the people that I'm like, do I know this person? Who are you? And I click on them and I'm like, where did I even meet you? Or like, you know, we haven't talked in four years or like. Um, I, I keep a lot of old friends on there, maybe old friends that I've lost touch with and, and stuff. But if you were just like, if we knew each other from high school, we added each other because like we went to the same high school. But then like we've never talked. I'm probably right, not going to yeah. keep you on there, you know? And it's, right, yeah. it's nothing personal. I don't think people should be. If, I know a lot of people are sometimes like, oh, this person deleted me on Facebook. And I, like, if you know, if it's if somebody you know that. dating, then it, then that probably is like hurts a little bit. But like. If you've never said a word to this person, why would you care? Like, I'm trying to find somebody to gutlessly unless, delete from my Facebook right now so that I can see how it works. Huh, interesting. But like, Tom, you were talking about this because you did a big Twitter purge a little while oh, ago. I eh? did quite the Twitter purge. A is while your ago. Twitter so can't everybody follow you because your Twitter is public? But no, you, okay. You, I don't people, believe so, in private Twitter profiles. I think that's stupid. 
So well, of course my Twitter is <laughs> But yeah, like the thing is that on Twitter, a lot of people will follow you just to get you to follow them back. Yeah, yeah. So there will be ca- accounts that have like 15,000 followers, but it's because they have like 20,000 people that they've decided to follow. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, those, those people often, if you unfollow them, then they will unfollow you. Um, but also who cares, right? Because they're not actually interested in yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm. My Instagram is private, but it's because I post a lot of like personal pictures on there, and I like it because it has way less people on there than Facebook. Um, I'm a little less validated. <laughs> I was talking to somebody <laughs> about this the other day. My younger brother has like minimum like forty something likes on his pictures. He usually gets around like seventy plus. And then there's me, and I'm like double digits. Woo! <laughs> yeah, well, the same as me, and I have like something? a public like, profile. All my younger brothers. Awesome. I love him so hey, much. Can we get him on the podcast sometime? No, he lives in Toronto. That can we get him on the podcast can, sometime? Yeah. He lives in Toronto. Tom Tim's Tom. Tim's Tom lives in Vancouver. And no, we got him my, on the my brother doesn't come and visit that often. He's busy. I can't find any person that I'm scrolling through right now on my Facebook who I would Too want to delete. Thirsty. Ooh, I want to delete this motherfucker. This Ooh. motherfucker posts a lot of shit that I don't like seeing. I'm gonna delete him. Oh yeah, I I remove people from my newsfeed that do that, but then if they keep being annoying, I'm like, okay. You're oh, it's so easy. Unfriend. <laughs> right on your phone, it's so easy. On your on your computer, you like Damn. you like go to unfriend someone. You have to like click the thing, and it gets to your profile, and then you click something else, and then it's like are you sure you want to delete this person? I'm like, yeah, I've done three clicks already. Or like once um, during exam time, I deactivated my Facebook and um, there was just like a like montage of my friend's pictures that scrolled by and it was like, Nikita, we'll miss you. Brian, we'll miss you. Oh my Something will miss you. And I was like, oh my God, Mark Zuckerberg, no. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> intense. I'm going to have to try that. It was so funny. I laughed. I love that it guilts you like a that. Really that's long so time. very social of Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But it was in the, in the, back to Elon Musk, in the biography I was reading, it's like, oh, we're back here. Okay, that's good because we've spent a long time talking about Facebook. <laughs> so go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and give us money. <laughs> it was, it was just like a lot of um, the people, the people in Silicon Valley started focusing on like obviously what was making money what was popular and that was just like Facebook and social media and and apps like that and um, I forget what who said the quote but it's like you know before these great these great strides that man would make were like you know fire and the wheel and then like like less you know the internet that's that was amazing the internet Mm -hmm. is so incredible and then um, now it's like oh Twitter like like I love Twitter and you live Twitter but like really that's the best we can can do like 140 characters and so and the quote is like we let we let science fiction down like we let the future down people thought like if you read stuff we're supposed to like have rockets and have are, all this are we innovation. gonna are we gonna start going on the hashtag where's my jetpack thing I guess so. I mean, Back to the Future is no longer Back to the Future. It's Back to the Recent Past now, right? Because it comes God. back to. I still haven't seen but that movie. But we've got like a good amount we of things that, that they movie. had in Back to the Future, right? For sure. I mean, like if you told someone, um, even in like the early '90s, that you could be connected to theoretically anybody in the world with like a square device, yeah, <laughs> which is your phone, and like the things you can do on your phone are absolutely incredible, and it's mm. everything. Like if you told people that cameras would become virtually obsolete, except if you were like a photographer, like who who owns a digital camera anymore? Hardly anyone. We all do, but I mean, <laughs> well, that's, it's, but don't it's you your use everything your phone device. as a camera? I do use my phone as a camera, but I also own like a Canon. But yeah, well, you but, own a good well, camera because you're, you you make videos. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. You're you're using that for a profession, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like most the, the average person who isn't like who doesn't need a nice camera because they don't need that in their lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Their phone is their camera. Their phone is also their my phone is my bank. Right. You know, I paid my Visa card for my phone the other day. Right. There's, there my was phone a is my 
Hmm? Oh, sorry. My phone is my way of staying in touch with people all over the world, you know, three different time zones. I don't even need to like, it's, it's insane what your phone can do. And so that's really cool. But like now the, they were just saying it's sort of sad that the innovations are like, Oh, what's like another social media platform that can connect us or like find my friends. Cool. Like Hmm. the future, like really? Yeah. I think a lot of technological advancements have gone in the direction of like social things as opposed to going in the direction of like mechanical things. I don't know. Yeah. You're right that they've gone in the direction of the virtual world. Right. But I think, I don't know. That's probably, I mean, it depends on your sci-fi, right? Because so many sci-fis have yeah. imagined that, right? You've got, like, even way back in, um, I don't know, H.G. Wells, I think, had a, or was it an early Asimov story? They, there was a, a story um, called The Machine Stops, and it was about how everybody in the future just lived in their own little room, and they never left. And just all they did was connect with people through this screen. Oh, which um, is and they And, like, like no, no one needed to make any... Uh, you know, make like produce anything. It was all done by robots, and they just you know they would connect with each other just because they sort of felt like it, and then they would disconnect, and then they would make like shitty little art things because that's all they needed to do. Oh my god, that's um, us! Yeah, that's literally and, all yeah. you so and this I was do like in the day. Way way back in like I don't know the early 1900s or something, the story was written, and then the story is that at some point the machine just stops. And they have to figure out, like, you know, how to get what out to of do. their yeah. little cubicles yeah. and live. But it's like, yeah, that future was imagined, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know the like in the book, it was saying a lot of the science or a lot of the science fiction we would like in the past was like was stuff like 1984 stuff with all this like cool technology. And now 1984 is cool technology. I thought it was mostly like locking up people in rat infested chambers sorry, and breaking yeah, okay, them well, like, the coolest sorry maybe okay that was a bad example but like where i was going i like I, I jumped the gun with my thoughts where i was going was like now all our like all our like futuristic stuff are most of it is dystopian because that's what we're sort of seeing and i was like i don't know if that's true but it's an interesting observation mm. but this is another thing where like what you were talking about before i don't know this is hearkening back to the cat conversation where you were saying the past was safer than the future which is not related, but I just think it's interesting how we consider the past to be different from the present in a way that... Is it not different than the present? In some ways, but in a lot of ways it isn't. Like that dystopian thing, the f- like the first... St- one of the first science fiction stories that was ever written was The Time Machine by H.G. Yeah. Wells. And if you look at... But like it looks further into the future than we do in most of our sci-fi. Like we most imagine nearly sci- near sci-fi. But what it imagines is an incredible dystopia to the point where like forget like factions and factionless or like the capital and the the whatever else in the hunger games it's like two different species because that's how far humanity yeah. has gone into this like weird crazy dystopia i don't know i, I think yeah, i think human right. like, there was the brave new world yeah i think generally like i don't know there's a there's a phenomenon that i've been noticing when we talk about the past where we like to imagine that human like humans have changed and that we think about different things or at least we think about things differently I don't think we have. I think like 10,000 years ago in caves, people were still imagining future dystopias and they were still like, you know, Tom's ri- mind is write, blown like right writing now. love He's poems to each other. Like, and they were still like composing great melodies and stuff. And that's just, you know, like biologically, we haven't really changed. You're right. Biologically, we're very similar to our early ancestors. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, hey, want to talk about Star Wars? Sure. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did, I saw I, the video. I was yeah. going to comment on it, but I forgot to. But so I sent Je- Desiree this video. But this Jezere. is just Jezere, Jezere. Jezere. My I sent, brother used I to call the me Jesuit. Jezu- Jezu- <laughs> have you ever talked to? Have you ever thought about being a Jesuit? You could be Desiree the Jesuit. Jesuit the Jesuit. Jesuit. Jesu- Jesu- I can't Jesu- be a Jesuit. I'm not a man. 
Wow. Is that true? Right? Isn't it? You can join the th- Jesuits, but like not as a Jesuit. You know, you can be part of like oh. Ignatian spirituality or whatever, but I can't be a Jesuit because I'm not a man. The yeah. more you know. What is the female equivalent of the Jesuits though? Because like V interested in that. I don't know. Are there is there like a a rad sort of vaguely militaristic order of nuns? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm mostly laughing at the notion of me as a nun. <laughs> no, that would I've, not. Work I've met some pretty well. cool nuns in my day. But Star Wars. Um, so there's this there's this Reddit theory that has popped up in the past week or so, and it's amazing how fast it's gone from like some guy writing a Reddit post to basically the entire internet being like, no, this is true. Like, obviously, it's true. Um, and the theory goes that in the original trilogy in episode one, all that stupid stuff with Jar Jar Binks that everybody thought, like basically everything that made people hate the first movie was a result of a later reveal that was planned that Jar Jar Binks was going to be the ultimate Sith Lord and that he's basically controlling the entire first movie, um, and like making all these different things happen. And so later on, like... And it like there's a lot of sort of like there's a lot of evidence within the the video footage and stuff that you can look at, but there's also a lot of just sort of it makes sense the way George Lucas thinks about things because he always he always said that he wanted the first trilogy to sort of like mirror the second trilogy, like sort of yeah. rhyme with it, you know. Right. So the way that the first tril the like I know, first and seconds we were just talking about, but the original trilogy. Um, is like it's it's you know darkness sort of ascending to the defeat of the empire and then sort of it's the mirror image of that in the first trilogy right it's like this glorious republic descending into the darkness of the empire mm-hmm. um but but basically jar jar the theory goes was supposed to be the anti yoda so just the way that yoda you know you you meet him and he's this like stupid little ridiculous creature and then he turns out to be incredibly powerful jar jar was meant to be that so that's why he can you know, like the first thing you see him do is this like incredible like twenty foot force jump into the air where he splashes into the water. Right. It's like like the first time everybody saw that, they were like, What is this weird cartoon reality that we're now living in? Nobody thought because he was such an absurd character that he could, you know, use the force. But then if you if you look at like sort of frame by frame of the original trilogy, there's a lot of points where people are speaking and Jar Jar is behind them actually like mouthing the words. Yeah. And like yeah. making them say it. And like, that's not something that would be random because he was animated. They put that in very specifically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I always just thought that that was him like trying to like read what they were saying as they were saying it because he was was so slow. Yeah. 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 So he just like processes by speaking words to himself. So I I saw them recently. Right. So I I didn't watch them when I was little. I don't have that whole like like filter of nostalgia over it. And remember, I was like, the whole thing is literally his fault. Yeah. Because because he was the one who was like we should call a state of emergency on the Senate. This person should be put forward. Yeah. He becomes a general for no reason, <laughs> for literally no reason. Yeah, he's just like, and, we shall make you a general. And at the time, Jar Jar is like subtly waving his hands. Yeah, wow. and it like, I kind of wish he stuck with it because it would have made more, it would have made me hate the first one less. It would have been like, oh, cool, now that you know, and like you go back and watch the first one. Yeah, it's, you're like, it's redemptive. It's like, redemptive like reaching the end of a sitcom whose pilot was really bad. Yeah, like, get to the end exactly. Like, okay, this pilot was worth sitting through, right? And it, it's just it. I would yeah. have been really good, I think, but I don't know if he'd go back and do that one because, like, everybody knows. Yeah, well, the, the thing is that, like, the, the the theory is, anyways, that that like this was the plan, and then when he 
realized how much people hated Jar Jar, they sort of like either Lucas chickened out or the studio was like, no, you cannot do this. <laughs> but I, I think it would have been better, though, if he stuck with it, if that really, you know, was what he was intending to like, do. Like partially, but at the same time, like that video that I sent you makes a good point of like, did we really like as cool as this is to theorize, do we really want two more movies with like twice Lots as much Jar Jar? No, like, but it would have been. Is that well, what we're excited about now? Right. But what I what I thought would happen is like, so so when he's revealed, he all of a sudden becomes this like dark character with this deep voice who speaks in Intelligently and is right, like, sort of fooling like, you all the time, and like what happened at the end of uh, Frozen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you have a different voice. Why do you have a different voice? That's super weird. Yeah, is that with the Hans guy? Yeah, he just yeah. Like, all of a sudden his voice drops like an octave. Yeah, you know, to like, scare was really the children. <laughs> like, no, it, but yeah, it would have been something like that where it's like, okay, the jig is up. I'm actually this like this psychopath that's gonna like yeah. run shit now, and yeah. it would have been really interesting. Like, obviously he, or I hope he wouldn't have made him like this dark Sith Lord with this stupid mm. clown personality, you know? It would have been, like, all a front. Yeah. I, I think it would have been really cool. I, but, I mean... And it would have been actually, like... The, the, one of the things that's so cool about the original Star Wars is like, you know, imagine not knowing that Darth Vader was Luke's father and like, I know, like having that yeah, reveal. That would have been uh, so... Like, I kept saying that because I knew because of pop culture, yeah. even though I hadn't watched it. But that's the thing that really fell flat with the the like the new trilogy is that there's no reveals like that. There's no big moments that may, make you go like, wait, what? What? Right. And yeah. like, I would have imagined that, you know, Lucas would have really wanted to capture that again and do something like that. And that yeah. like, it does seem like... Basically, it makes Jar Jar Binks the Phantom Menace. Has Tom is dying? Tom is actually who was was the Phantom Menace? There, it wasn't like neither of them were really. Yeah, like it was like you could have thought it was maybe Palpatine, but Palpatine was totally obvious the whole time. This is exactly how I felt when I thought about the dry fish. (laughs) (laughs) Tom is just sitting back and staring into space. Looks like you did several drugs, but really. You just did Star Wars. Um, the other thing is, I don't think the, the other can... thing is, is that Jar Jar has a lot of moves that he does that are like, like motion for motion, the drunken boxing style of like. I know. Okay, I didn't understand that point. So in there's, the video. there's there's this style of kung fu. It's called drunken boxing, and basically it's it's made to look like you don't know what you're doing and that yeah. you're just sort of stumbling around. Um, but it's actually very precise and and like it's it's like a full martial arts style. Like people fight in this style against people with. Like whatever tiger crane or whatever other styles there are, it's just a way of doing it that like disorients your opponent because they can never predict what you're gonna do. Okay. But there are very specific moves that Jar Jar does, like that like flip up that he does. Yeah, and he's um, animated, like you said. Yeah, so it and was and the way that the way that he like stumbles around the, in the the big fight scene at the end, like accidentally shooting droids left and right, and like yeah. sort of accidentally winning the entire battle. It's like very, it very much looks like that if you put them side by side. Yeah. I don't know what the conspiracy, like now all I want to know though is if Lucas really intended it or if he's sitting there like, oh my God, this would have been so good. Could you imagine if he wasn't intending it, but he was like, how did I not see that? (laughs) What I find interesting is like, people, people have kind of theorized that like Kylo Ren, the new bad guy in, uh, in Star Wars episode seven is just Jar Jar secretly. (laughs) Well, Kylo Ren also has a boss, right? Right. 
And like, so, like, the boss could be Jar Jar. Like, people are theorizing that Jar Jar is the actual new bad guy. Oh, gosh. But, I hope that. I hope that that's time, not how like, it actually is. Because then I'll watch it and I won't, we won't get that big reveal. And well, also, well, they apparently in, like, uh, the Clone Wars, they did a lot of um, redeeming for him. Like, they, right. they, they I haven't seen it. I think, I think Simon was telling me, or somebody was telling me about it. But they okay. were like, yeah. no, they redeem him quite a bit in the Clone Wars. Like, he's actually pretty good. They give him a lot of storylines and yeah. stuff like that. And, well, what I find interesting is that I think J.J. Abrams has stated that he doesn't see the like prequel trilogy as canon. Right. And so like that kind of means that anything could happen at this point with Jar Jar. Cool. Well, I but I don't think like like I think it would it would be very surprising because nothing like until basically this month, mm-hmm. nothing had changed in sort of the fan outlook on the Jar Jar character. Right. So like right. if you couldn't put it past producers way back in the day when you were making the second movie, I, I doubt that like anyone, especially having, you know, sort of disassociated themselves from like George Lucas's planned future of the thing would want that reveal hmm. before like right now when the internet blew up over it. Right. But I don't know. There's a, there's another theory. I don't know. This is, this is one of those problems with very anticipated sequels. This is like when Harry Potter happened and like half of the people thought that Harry Potter was a Horcrux and then he turned out to actually be a Horcrux. Really? Spoiler I didn't alert. know that that was a, <laughs> that that was a theory. Yeah. Like I thought of that basically as soon as we learned what Horcruxes were. I was really? like, oh, that's probably what Harry Potter is. Wow. You have way more right? foresight than I do. <laughs> but the thing is that there's, there's so many theories that go into highly anticipated sequels that usually one of them is right. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. So like there's another theory that I think is much more plausible that actually it's Luke Skywalker who has become like the the evil guy. Which would make sense because you oh, I hope like, not, have you though. noticed how you see like you see Han in the trailers, you see Leia in the trailers. Luke doesn't appear Luke, anywhere. Yeah. He's just not there. But we but know he's, he's the in voiceover, it. And like, and, no? That's yeah. like what well, the point of the trailer is. It's his voice. Yeah. And JJ Abrams has stated that like there's a reason we don't see Luke. Yeah. And so maybe that reason is just that Luke is dead and it's going to be a disappointing reveal. But you're right. It could be that he's significant. But in the Star Wars universe, dead doesn't mean much. It just means you you Obi-Wan for a couple of movies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, um, yeah, he could Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Do you know something about future Game of Thrones that I don't? I, no, not even, not even. Don't tease fans with future Game of Thrones. Future Game of Thrones future doesn't Game exist of Drones. yet. <laughs> future Game of Thrones doesn't exist as a book yet. It's fine. No, yeah. I'm saying I'm pretty Does it sure. Not, like, are, we, are we all caught up with the book? We're caught up with the book. Yeah. I stopped watching, but I kind of want to get back into it. But I also feel like I'm a better person for not watching it. So. <laughs> I don't know. Fair. <laughs> anyway, we're running out of time. Are we? We're at end? our hour mark. You um, guys always invite me and then never let me talk about my news story. Your news story. <laughs> we talked about Elon Musk for I half your an hour. Story was Elon Musk? <laughs> no, my news. My news story was the Harvard study. I well, told you this. Oh, uh, you didn't tell me on the podcast, and then I forgot. Well, um, let's talk about the Harvard study. You want to? We got some time. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice. We'll go a little over an hour this time. Yeah, whatevs. Um, Special guest. Which reminds me that this is our 24th episode, which means that if you have listened to every one of these episodes, congratulations, we've taken a day of your life. Yes. Wow. And if you haven't listened to any of these episodes, start now, and then in 24 hours, you will still be listening. Oh. Marathon? 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 Let's do this. Let's Right after we get off this oh podcast, let's just listen to all the podcasts. I have to go to work tomorrow. I have I'm to make so a video. Okay not doing that. I have to catch a flight on Friday morning. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, remember that... Uh, Where are you flying to? BC. Remember that thing that I did last week where I did a Hotline Bling parody? That yeah. video is already made because I'm getting much better at making videos faster. Yay. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. So if, you, if you, you're putting this up tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> coming out tomorrow. So watch the space of my you know, video spaces and things. Space. Desiree. 
Okay, so there's Tell us this about Harvard. Harvard. Um, there's this Harvard study, um, which is the it's called the Grant Study, and it's one of the longest running longitudinal studies of human development. Um, so it started in 1938, and it followed 268 Harvard undergraduate men for 75 years. Wow. Um, and it, Until they were all dead, basically? <laughs> well, it measures, like, psychological, anthropological, and physical traits, and, like, you know, just, like, anyway, the, the researcher is called George Valiant. Um, he's okay. named, sorry, sometimes I throw in British English because my parents George speak George Valiant. <laughs> he's called George. And um, there's a, there's a book that's now out and it's called the triumphs of experience and i want to get it and read it okay um it's basically next on my reading list but it has some like new insights of the study so the first one i have up here is alcoholism is a disorder of great destructive power whoa we didn't know that well but it's just cool that in the whole long study out of all like substance abuse problems or like other issues that people face in life alcoholism stood out the most out of this really this sample yeah out of like every issue and it was the main cause of divorce between the men and their wives. It's strongly correlated with neurosis and depression. And like it was the greatest contributor, the greatest to early morbidity and death. So greatest, including like how many things did they like see? cancer, other things it, like I don't know. I need to read the book. I don't know the the whole inner details of the study. But there's a there was like a healthy sample size considering it's a longitudinal study. Like usually yeah. with studies like this, people have like what, 10 participants max. And mm-hmm. even then it's so hard to follow up. Like being in research, is, <laughs> it's hard to follow up with people after four months thinking about people doing a study for 75 years. That's phenomenal. That's crazy. Yeah. And like the data, I can't even, like I'm getting, whew, I'm getting a little bit hot. <laughs> You're getting your nerd <laughs> the on. The data. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then another, another, sort of finding is above a certain level intelligence doesn't matter okay so there is no significant I always, I always knew that no tim tim canada if in, smart if intelligence <laughs> corresponded with happiness i would be happy oh if intelligence corresponded sad. with happiness i'd be a lot more miserable <laughs> oh, but Tom. yeah they're, they're they look at like maximum incomes stuff like that and it's it's just not um also a mother's love is so important even in like late adulthood like Mama. in like 70s to 90s so Mama, Wait, so when you're seven, when you're seventy, your mother's love is still important, it's even still though you're a factor. <clears throat> even though your mother like doesn't is probably dead. The the love you received throughout your relationship, oh, and it's oh. and and it was actually found that like, um, what I forget the exact finding, but like while like a father's love was important for like like correlated with something like decreased anxiety and something else, a mother's love was co- like correlated with all these emotional ah. things. So it was almost like. Like the relationship with you have with your mother is really forming to like you as a person and like specifically your mom. And I was like, okay. oh, that's really that's a really interesting finding. And um, I don't know, like he, like the takeaway message is happiness is love. Full stop. Happiness. So, is, that was like the result of the study. Well, yeah, just like the people who were happiest had the most love and like different kinds of love, whether that being with a significant other, lots of friendship love and. I, I don't know. I need to read the book and I want to, but it's just interesting. Like, I know people people are always like, love is the best. But I think in secularism and in society a lot, we seek we seek happiness and we place it almost higher than love. You know, in like right. in our current society, the value is not on is not on love. It's on happiness. Right. Love makes you happy, not the other way around. So yeah. yeah. And um, and and people, you you know, search for happiness and they like do things like separate like the emotional stuff behind physical connection or they you know what i mean like they they just because they because they're they're not thinking about love they're thinking about happiness but it's just sort of ironic that at the end of the day the people that are happiest have the most love to share and give and 
also like just have the most love in their life. And anyway, I really want to read this Man, book. This but is such a warm and fuzzy know, end to so the podcast. Yeah. I, I totally get that though. Like, you know, we talk a lot in the world about like, oh, like money can't buy you happiness. And like, that's true. Money can buy you fleeting moments of happiness. But I think that what we're really talking about is joy, right? Because yeah. you, can, you can be happy even if you're not loved, but you can't have true joy unless you know what it is to love and be loved. Exactly. And it's it's just, I don't know, it really like, I read that and I was I was just like walking through the street and I was kind of like, I didn't have like a very good <laughs> week and I, you know, I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed with everything. And then I was, I was like really trying to um, like put stuff together in my mind. And then I was like, I should start like approaching things from like more of a position of love and I was like mm-hmm. whoa and then wow. it really changed my outlook on a lot of things that have happened to me like this week or like and and, and then all of a sudden I felt so much better and I was like oh that worked really quickly <laughs> but so wow. like long term if, if we just like I don't know so Desiree's loving advice for you podcast listeners for the day is to just you know calm down take Heal a step back <laughs> make it a better think place. about love for you and for <laughs> me and the entire human race, there are people dying. This is really hot. <laughs> for the living, make a better place for you and for me. In the world we live in. So this has been our podcast this week, guys. Aww. It's been a very, uh, it's, it's been an emotional roller coaster. Woo. Yay. Thanks for being here again. This is really Aww, cool. Yay. I like you guys. I'll keep yeah. you. We like you too. Oh, so um, much love. So remember to share this with a friend. Uh, that you love. Be subscribed on the iTunes and the SoundCloud. Uh, give us a rating and review over on iTunes if you haven't done that yet. It really helps the show to climb a little bit in the charts. Uh, and if you are inclined to give us any financial support, head over to patreon.com slash up for discussion. You can give us money in any amount that you like, and we would love it a lot and appreciate it. Love. 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 Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs>